Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern of Horror. Oh, yeah, I am Murphy uh, McLaughness Monster. Nice. Uh, We're talking about uh, The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 5 from Season 6. This is the one that has The Shinning, uh, Time and Punishment, and Nightmare Cafeteria. To chat about that episode with me. Ah, both return guests. We have Jeremy Tarantula's Web and Timothy Afraid of the Clark. Not bad. Thank you. Thank oh, you. See, that's the thing. People, you'll get nice wordplay because you'll get rhymes and things. I got rhymes. Web is just people go straight for spiders. Yeah, a bit lazy, wasn't it? I spent all my it's time not, on it's Tim. Not, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's what happens. You know? Do you like if? Uh, Putting on the spot, but I think the way it works on The Simpsons with the, with the Treehouse of Horror names is they actually ask, they come up with them themselves. Yeah. Um, so if you you work for The Simpsons, uh, well, not let's not even do that hypothetical. You're on Murph's Tavern. Yep. Mm-hmm. Asking you for your Halloween name. I'm on Murph's Tavern. <laughs> Highest <laughs> honor. What's what's your Halloween name? Oh, I mean, first thought is like terrifying Tim Clark. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes simple is simple, but know? good. Yeah, yeah, it's effective. Bat groaning always great. <laughs> Uh, Webby. Oh no, I'm terrible at these because that's the other thing. It's like because everybody else always goes the easy one for me. I don't try to come up with anything else. I'm like, it's going to be that. Hmm. Okay, well, you're scaring me, Web. Oh, that's Ooh, good. Ac- thank yes, you. Yes, there thank we you go. Very you're much. scaring me. <laughs> yeah, perfect. No, right, I'll take done. that gladly. Okay, mm. fantastic. Seriously, the day that Peter Jones gave me <laughs> and my one wide is <laughs> Web as a name, I'm like, oh fuck, yes, that's really good. There's like been some effort there. I was yeah. so happy that somebody had just not done a. I didn't know that was, a that was that was a Peter Jones. Jones. Wow. Oh, Who came up with twenty Web and Teen? Uh, Scott Same, I think. <laughs> wow. Do you have any original ideas, Webby? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just a. I just tell other stories that have happened. Like nothing happens to me. I'm just an oracle that watches from the shadows. Um, and I'm Tim, <laughs> and thanks for listening to this spooktacular episode of Murph's Tavern. Yes. I've got, a, I've got my usual Ahoy Hoy podcast. Yeah, sorry, sorry. But hey, it's a Treehouse of Horror episode. The intros are going to be kooky. They're going to be yeah. a little skew-if. Well, this is the first. So we're doing Treehouse of Horror 5, mm. and this is the first one that doesn't have the wraparounds. So previously, the mm. other four Trials of Horrors had had like a premise. So like mm-hmm. the uh, family sit around telling stories. Ah, uh, yes, Or yes. Uh, it's dreams they have. Yeah, whereas this one, they do still have the intro. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, every act just goes straight into the story, which I think was the right call. And I think it really helps, particularly the pacing of the second one, because they can manage now to cram so many jokes mm. and, and oh, plot well, into, what, eight minutes? Yeah. That's the reason they did it, yeah. I believe. Because um, even then, I think there's a fair bit of cut stuff from this episode. I think if you go on YouTube, there's a few deleted and like, bits. Even if you look at like any of the other episodes, if they've got to have that preamble, you've got to reestablish that, yeah, this is mm. the... like. The framing bit, and then yeah. there's a joke in there because you yeah. just have it, and then you lead into the next thing. <laughs> and Whereas, by, just by having the title of the episode with a particular font, yeah, does the whole job in one second. Totally, yeah. and people get it by now. They're yeah. like, yeah, yeah we, it's we, the biggest thing on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally five. Mm. It's the fifth one by Rocky Five. We know what Rocky is. You know? <laughs> what were your memories of this episode before we watched it today? Uh, loved it. One of my mm. favorites as a kid. Now it's up there. 
best Treehouse episode? Yeah, I think this I is... I don't have very th- fond memories of the Treehouse ones. I'd always be a bit, oh, okay, this is on kind of thing. He'd be too scared. <laughs> yeah. I never like. I wasn't into horror things for yeah. some reason, but yeah. just out of a disinterest, right? Uh, so... This one, like being one of the good ones, was the way it worked in my. Head. Yeah. I also would rewatch them and just go, uh, like, laugh the whole time. Yeah, but yeah. just when they would start, I'd go, "Oh, it's a Treehouse episode." Yeah, right. this isn't canon. It's March. What's going on? <laughs> I was the complete opposite. Yes. Oh, right. yeah, I was yeah. a big like uh, kids horror kid. Mm-hmm. I still love horror, <laughs> but like when I was a kid, I loved kids horror, like Goosebumps and right. and stuff like that. And Treehouse of Horror episodes were my favorite. Yeah, there you go. Fair enough. I think this is not just one of the best Treehouse of Horrors. This often gets lumped in top 10 episodes, period. Yeah, like, I can this, see why. It's such it's a great. funny episode. Mm. Like, so many classic bits, like mm. Homer going, give me the bat much, give me the bat. <laughs> well, <laughs> like we were saying, like literally from this, there's stuff that's embedded in my brain. Yeah. We've got the replay up in the background. And literally the bit with the voice uh, modulator... Yeah. Showing like Homer fucking around with the voice at the start. I could not even remember that it was from The Simpsons, let alone this episode. <laughs> yeah. But I just have vivid memories of standing behind any pedestal fan <laughs> where it makes your voice gonna go a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. And just going bloop, 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 every time. <laughs> this is my voice yeah. in <laughs> on a TV. Fan. Um, yeah, just trying it. And it's just in there, embedded. Tim, did you know, do you know what this is parroting? Yeah, like the Outer Limits. Yes. The introduction from the Outer Limits, which was uh, like an old-timey <laughs> Twilight. Yeah. Straight over the head of Webby. Like a 60s <laughs> Twilight Let's zone. Get a counter going. Not, yeah. not, One. Like kind of a knockoff, but you know, one of those old-timey yeah. just like, that's a weird sci-fi story for this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Don't adjust your sets. Fun. Yeah. I don't know why I was not terrified of this episode as a kid, because watching this episode back... Far out. It's pretty creepy and gory. Yeah. Particularly, mm-hmm. I guess we'll, we'll get to these. We'll do them in order, but jumping ahead a bit. But Nightmare Cafeteria, far out. Like, that's pretty scary. It features a lot more well, blood than I think they would feature now. This is something I always notice with the Treehouse of Horror ones, mm. particularly with this one, because it was one of the ones that I really remembered, is they go extra on the animation. Like, there's so many extra cells in it that they decide to use for each, like, for various movements. It's always a little bit off. Yeah. But it's always things that are the most interesting looking. I think every single, like, individual cell of Homer doing the... Oh, yeah. Will go for at least $1,000 now. Oh, it's an amazing 100%. bit of animation. Amazing. Yeah. So, we start with the first uh, segment, mm-hmm. The Shinning. Which, Webby, do you know what this is parodying? Yeah, I do now. But, like, <laughs> even back then, I, like... If it wasn't in the trailer of The Shining that I think I had seen, yeah, then I didn't get it directly. But I'm like, I'm yeah, I know that it is a movie. Yeah, That's I think the I was, most I got with I, it. I was like, the same. Where it's like, I knew a guy goes crazy. There's blood in an elevator. That's about it. It's yeah, a hotel. Uh, the, and now seeing it, and he, the guy in the bar, he's like a bartender. But he's not there. But you figured that out from a lot of it. They like we've said this before. These older ones. They did it in a way where they give you enough context yeah. in the scene for you to mm. get the jokes as a kid, regardless of whether or not totally. you've seen The Shining. That's what's amazing about it. Yeah. None of the jokes, well, barely any of the jokes, mm-hmm. you're not, you can still laugh despite it being parody. Like, my favorite episodes as kids were 22 short films and Cape Fear. Mm. And they were both 
parodying <laughs> these ultra-violent films that I would not be allowed to watch. Yeah. So it just goes to show how... How One of them was referencing uh, 20 short films about Glenn Gould, <laughs> the Canadian <laughs> short film. Well, that I'd seen. Yeah. <laughs> Every afternoon I'd pop that yeah. up. I mean, you love Montreal-based piano jazz. Oh, I think have. he's from Montreal. I can't be sure. We've got to get the Gl- Glenn Gould fans messaging in. Hey, Gouldiax, come at me, brother. <laughs> uh, but, um, by the way, um, Halloween, before we get fully into the segments, Halloween in general, where, like... Uh, you're not a big horror film guy, Webby, no. but Tim? Uh, love horror. Big horror movie fan guy. Uh, a big big fan of horror movies, but I'm not a, a horror movie guy because that is yeah. a big distinction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Some yeah. Some people make horror movies their whole personality. Not me. I just love them. Yeah. Uh, you got you appreciate it from a film side. I, yeah. Have been enjoy watching, them. I love, I lo- hey, I love flicks. There you go. <laughs> what do you think of The Shining as a film? I love The Shining. Okay. It's, it's uh, a lot of people's tentpole, like, scariest movie they saw a bit too young so they don't watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, Which yeah. I did as well. Uh, I was scared at the time, but yeah, has grown into you know. I just like it's The Shining. It's a, it's a great movie. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Jack Nicholson being very Jack Nicholson. It's you've got a wild production yeah. story behind it. Um, yeah, it's just scary and really, really. You know, really good the, Stephen King doesn't like it. Yes, and he prefers the the, the mini series from. <laughs> I thought eight. you were going to say he prefers the book. <laughs> I mean, probably, <laughs> probably, does, probably gets more residuals of the book, so he might like that one a bit more. Mm. He much prefers the the ninety eight TV mini series. Oh, okay, that sticks a lot more. I haven't seen that one, but I have read the book. Apparently, it sticks with the the book a lot more, and I've heard it's good. But it's mm. you know a TV mini series of ABC in nineteen ninety eight, so they can't be too violent. Yeah, right. Yeah, whereas okay. it's just like, yeah, the movie's good, man. Just deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, a, a great director took your book and made a really good film out of it. Sorry, it's not about alcoholism metaphors like your other one. Yeah, Sometimes no. ghosts are scary as well. Sorry, it's a visual medium and he decided to make things look cool <laughs> and put the focus on that a little bit mm. instead of your fucking words. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> He's listening. Tell us what the Langoliers are up to next time, Big Steve. Yeah, come on. You're leaving it out. Anyway. Start of the episode scene. This is one where uh, most of this will be me pointing out. Because like I said to you guys, I think before we recorded, I'm not sure if I mentioned on here. This was one of my premium episodes because I think it was on one of our VHSs that was like purchased with a cover. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just taped off the TV, man. I, I love at the back of the box and know it was on there. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, you got these three episodes on this tape. But at least when I look at it, I could know where it is and not have to yeah. look at my cassette tape and just try to remember that when I wrote it, with this particular handwriting, what episodes are on here? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I knew because I was a weird little kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had the extra t- uh, stickers on the side where I would write the episode yeah. titles. And it was annoying. Oh, mine didn't have the titles. Mine was just sort of like, okay, this one I like scribbled out because the first letter was fucked. That means it's got this episode, this episode, <laughs> this episode. Yeah. Um, I remember getting annoyed when it was like, because I'd write the episode titles and I know what they are because of my book, which we'll get to. But it would be annoying when it was like a really long episode title, like two cars in every garage, three eyes on every fish. And we're like, ah, it's taking up the whole label. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see one of those people who'd like taped it off TV and then use the individual letter stickers from the VHS to write the name of what it is on it? Oh, like, like the- a fucking psychopath. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> like it's a ransom note on the top of these people's VHSs. Oh, damn. But it's just like full titles or worse. And if they'd use the numbers as well. I did that one time, I remember. Uh, and then your parents had a stern word with you. Like, <laughs> well, I... I you stopped killing mice in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> I taped The Rock off TV 
and I wrote the using the stickers. And I remember like, fuck this. And then I wrote rock. And I just wrote, wrote rock and pen. No, that is the sign of a, like, a, that's human. That's yeah. regular behavior to get a halfway through and then go, no, this. this is gross and weird. I don't even like the rock that much. Exactly. I'm, why am I doing this effort for it? And then just write the rest. I already went that's how you can effort. look through someone's belongings and go, this man is at least mostly normal. <laughs> this, he's not killing people. <laughs> when did uh, the effort of taping it in the first place and pausing when the ads are on? I'm not going this yeah, extra. That's enough. <laughs> that's I've enough. done my job. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it did annoy me with this opening joke where the whole thing, <laughs> they're going back and forth. Homer, did you lock the door? And they keep doing the title cards to show the days of past of them going back and forth. <laughs> and I would just keep getting so annoyed that Marge <laughs> was waiting until this point in the fucking trip to ask your... You know he's an idiot. You know he probably didn't do it. Ask him at the house. Why does she wait until they can see the destination to ask him if he locked the next door? I, you know who you married. When we watched this with Webby, he was screaming at the TV. We had to really talk him down. <laughs> he was going to chuck it out the window. Just wait until we get to that uh, episode where Itchy plays Scratchy's ribcage as a, as a oh, xylophone. Yeah. You'll have to lash um, me to the chair. It'll, it'll be a... Now, Clockwork Orange me to see that, mate. The last episode we did on the podcast was Rosebud, which oh, is yeah. the one with Bobo. Um, and yep. there's a plot. Uh, one of the um, plot points is Burns taking away beer and TV from Homer. And then this episode, he does the same thing. God damn. Because they rarely mention how much Homer loves TV and beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the well, how that would affect him negatively to have it removed from his personality. <laughs> Um, there's also, I think I used to get confused between this one and the next season's, tr- oh no, the previous Trials of Horror where Burns is a vampire because they're both like driving to Yeah, yeah. I honestly was yeah. watching this and like, unless you'd mentioned it and we'd like, I yeah. checked before to make sure it was the right episode. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, definitely. You're expecting the thing of Mr. Burns' face in yeah, the sky. Yeah, I was up the yeah. Yeah. expecting that as well. Yeah, yeah. But then as soon as they started mm-hmm. doing, yeah, this the first joke. Mm. But then I do love, like we were saying, with the subtle bits of animation that they had. The look on Homer's face when Lisa says the grandpa's not in the car, it's like, I've seen <laughs> Very that <good>. face. <laughs> like, look at that. Just It's only the eyebrows they add. It's just this subtle little closure of the top lid of his eyes. But fuck, it's good. That's really good. You just good. read everything in yeah. that man's face right there. Yeah, and that's what I miss <laughs> Like with the animation these days. I feel like you wouldn't get the subtle like, no, drawings it's, like that. You're, yeah, you're trying to just convey that little bit. Yeah. And the whole point is that he's not reacting and that it's just, it's perfect. Yeah, I do love the callback later of when Homer's like cutting through the door and Grandpa is there with his yep. suitcase and goes, mm. Hey, David, I'm Grandpa. <laughs> uh, that sequence, by the way, great. I don't think I fully appreciate that as a kid. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think a lot of people don't get that here's Johnny is off the Johnny Carson show. Yeah, the Tonight like, Show. Tonight Show, yeah. where the announcer would say, Here's yeah. Johnny. Which Some is- people don't get that (laughs) but that's why the next two he says David Letterman Letterman. I thought it was just like a Robin Williams like in the genie style like do characters things no no so what he's doing is the the openings to different TV shows so here's Johnny from Johnny Carson then David Letterman obviously Letterman and then the third one is 60 Minutes. Yeah, see, I so as a kid, I got that the other ones were TV shows. Yeah. Like, I thought it was just like, yeah, the one from the actual reference and then these other ones to be silly. But that's as far as I got. His and name is Johnny in The sh- in, in the Shining, right? Is that why he... J- uh, Jack. So, probably John. 
Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why he said, here's Johnny. Mm. Which, by the way, I think someone's done a montage. This might have been in one of Peter Jones's... Oh, he's getting a few shout-outs this episode. In one of Peter Jones's emails. Well, he needs it. He's on his way out. <laughs> he's a very old man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think in one of his weekly emails, which is about horror films, right? right? He did this link, which is all the times that he is Johnny has been parody in sitcoms. And holy shit, there's so many. There's yeah. One, like, it's honestly like any TV show you're going to think of, someone has done a parody where they're like, here's whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's Urkel. <laughs> well, probably. <laughs> yeah. Could I be any more of a Johnny? <laughs> Could I be any more here? Uh, classic Seinfeld bit uh, So yeah Great shinning episode uh, Really good Introduces Willie Yes who will be yeah, Which has character. to be One of the best Running gags In the mm. series Willie getting Axed in the back I mean mm-hmm. what, what more can you say About that Oh but th- that's one of the things That I think they cut When Willie gets yes. cut uh, Sorry When he gets Chopped in the back And he goes um, Ugh, Is that the best You can do they cut from there until yes. he hits the floor. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. So when Mar- when he falls on the carpet and Marge goes, that- I hope that carpet was scotch guarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I was like, oh, what? I I like it now. It's goofy because it's Scottish, mm. but I think it's also because we didn't. I didn't have even get that. The oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> oh, hands up, oh, missing the joke. Man. Fuck yeah! I honestly did fuck not. Fuck this even. show, smarter than I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they also were like, well, it gets rid of some blood. Yeah, it's, it's like five seconds at most. That's a stretch. But also it gets rid of you know Scotch guarding, which is not something we do in Australia. Oh, oh, I mean, I'd love if that was that. I'd love if the Channel Ten people were like, "No one will get the Scotch Guarding joke," yeah. and and that's why they. No one looks after their furniture. Well, I think yeah, I think it was a a, a neat uh, little add-on to get it because if they cut everything that Australians wouldn't get, yeah, the show will go for ten minutes. But by the way, for listeners, uh, where we're scrubbing through the episode and we're on the hedge maze, the nightmare the hedge maze would have been just—it's a still picture but just mm-hmm. painting this would have been an absolute <laughs> fucking nightmare oh man yeah in the mid 90s pre-digital far out this in also fucking huge hedge maze like yeah. burns is doing all right that mr burns i'm gonna have to flick away from it for a sec like in a second because otherwise i'm sitting here trying to solve the fucking hedge maze <laughs> i'm also trying to <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little like, bit i'm just like yeah i can keep talking but i'm just like left right yeah no that's game. well it just reminds me of and we're getting ahead of ourselves a bit but um when they have all the simpsons houses in oh, the yeah. time travel one where mm-hmm. it's cutting between all the houses apparently there were heaps more houses designed for that including one made entirely of squirrels which the animator spent like all day on like oh. at designing but then they had to cut it because the tvs at the time wouldn't have been able to actually right. it wouldn't have been clear that it was made of squirrels yeah so they had to just scrap that <laughs> but i Dude. think they like the anim- do you know what I do like digital now? <laughs> I'm on the support of the uh, the, um, the striking. Yeah. I don't mind if they do it digital. Just make it look good. We are now looking at moments before the fucking scene that also bothered me as a kid, where Bart cuts his way all the way through the hedge maze. Not because I'm against destruction of hedge mazes. We did some terrible things to random hedges back in my day. Uh, yeah, man. Until you've seen a dude that's like six five, just like lumbering across a two story hedge. Like, just legs sinking into it. It's hilarious. And then he gets out and his legs are all cut. It's a great time. Uh, but just watching when Bart wasn't a whole lot through, to do back in Ben yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that watching- is well-established information, my friend. <laughs> I was just watching The Simpsons. <laughs> well, it only came on at certain times and I wasn't allowed to use the TV all the time to use the VCR. Anyway. But just when Bart cuts his way all the way through the hedges, 
and there's no branches or anything holding the hedges in shape. It's just like a weird jelly. Like Webby of, was of so leaves. angry about Webby this when so, we watched. <laughs> Webby was so angry, and also he's got a trip. The trimmer would cut through the the branches anyway. It would, but you can't see where any of them are. The branches would like <laughs> yeah, it's cut a fucking away cartoon, and, dude. and they're not going to fall away. But the problem is, because you don't see anything in the rings, my brain immediately sees that and goes, that's all of the hedge mazes like that, yeah. which means there's nothing stopping you just walking through the walls because it's just this amorphous jelly I mean, you can do leaves. that with a regular hedge maze. You'll no, get you cut can't. up. There's You'll get cut up. Yeah, but you this can still one walk through it. If anything, looks like I wish play, this play was Play the goddamn scene. Play the goddamn scene, Webby. Look, I wish it was real, to be honest. If there was this kind of weird, like... He's got a big chainsaw. Look at how soft and lush that thing looks in between there. It's like, it's either real hedges, or this is a paradise where these, like, a plant will grow where it's just also, a of green We all plant. suck. <laughs> also, people can't read minds. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you things that have no, crippled no. up my spine. This is You're never going to get this hole, commentary. The hole has changed positions as well. <laughs> That's that man's door. got that man's Don't. got four fingers. <laughs> Although that did make me laugh as well, the fact that Willie plans his private time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's a daily, and it's also four till four five. to five. It's like well, last hour before knockoffs always a fucking <laughs> giveaway anyway. But like. I know the cure to three thirty itis. Rubbing one out. <laughs> um, or because we did see that he only has like the. The little TV. The mini TV. So it's got to be something that is airing at four oh, o'clock till five o'clock. Yeah, I'd that's say. a good oh. point. Um, so <laughs> We're on to you, Willie. It's this episode on Fox 8. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well, We've got to just do like cover a couple of iconic scenes in this one, obviously. Like the feeling fine. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck that got me first time, even as a kid. Just mm-hmm. rolled over there and just like the eye, like in my mind, I pitch at home and just like giving a thumbs up when he's writing it. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, that's good. The little, the, the, the revolution around the room showing oh. uh, the mm. scribbles and the graffiti with the lightning flashes. Beautiful animation. So and good. What's so Marge's good. line there? Um, this is less encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect little undersell from Marge there. Yeah. And, and Homer's exaggerated uh, antics going up the stairs, getting mm-hmm. hit. That's where. Being trapped the, in the, in the, the animation, the whole animation sequence there of his face morphing around. Yeah. Is the example I give of when you see like the proportions changing in the Simpsons and fucking around. It's like, that's the scene where you can go, it's, look at that. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, yeah. And again, going to how the animation is these days, I just can't imagine a scene like that now. Not like, unless it was like, oh, Homer's tripping. So it's like bulging yeah, into like, you know, yeah, one of those yeah. weird fucking transition sequences like that. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. You just miss out mm. on that kind of thing. And then just him scaring himself with his own face and falling down the stairs. It's it, yeah. Oh, again, a little joke that is in my mind forever. Usually these things were just mannerisms that we could pick up as children, but him busting the door open and saying hello as he does it. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Is, yeah. Hello. And just like yelling your entrance as part of the noises you come in. That just became part of entering rooms. Fantastic. Me and my sister, I think, used to laugh at when Homer is going like, do blah. How long he goes before Marge goes ah and yeah. runs away? Yeah. <laughs> like she's watching, like it's like she's entranced. Uh, but the thing I love is like not only does the plan of locking Homer away with the food actually just work, except for you know ghost intervention. <laughs> but at the end, when they give him the TV and Homer calms down, I also just love that they're all just like, 
Ah, oh, forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> he's still like, he didn't have alcohol and TV. It's like a lot of people don't have that. And he was just going to fucking kill you like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, let's hug in the snow. <laughs> yeah, family's odd. In the movie, <laughs> Tim. Yes. The Shining. Yep. Um, is that what how it ended? Is the reason that he goes crazy? The In the, well, it's a combination of a few things. Yeah. I think in the- No beer and TV. In the book- Plot synopsis. (laughs) In the book, it's more he is an alcoholic and an abuser and the place is haunted and it makes bad people who are alcoholics and abusers go even crazier when they're there. So similar to what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. in the movie, it's it's changed a little bit, so it's more about the history of the what hotel it, rehabs, and it makes it a little <laughs> a little bit more um, uh, up for interpretation, particularly the ending. Yeah, I think that's what annoyed me. It's about more the ghosts because I've only seen the movie once, and I think I was watching it while drunk in my mate's place while we were playing a board game. No. But um, perfect way to watch. Yeah, that's cinema. how Kubrick intended it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember getting annoyed by the ambiguity and the unlike. It seems like they couldn't... I don't really like films where they're like, you decide. It's yeah. like, no, just tell me. What, what's the deal? Movie, um, in my 12 years of knowing you, <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Spell it out for me. It's like Webby and the Hedge Maze. I'm just screaming at the TV. Yeah. Kind. We what? get it, man. Mm. Just tell Murphy what happens. Keep yeah. it simple. Um, so next story, probably my favourite, Time and time Punishment. And punishment. <laughs> so, and Webby, the best opening to oh. a Halloween segment I've seen. We laughed a lot yeah. at the toaster <laughs> bit. But Dad, oh. your hand is stuck in the toaster. <laughs> like, speaking like of the first one just uh, like he's given the whole. Oh, so I'm so lucky. I'm so beautiful. And it just it, there's something about the first line of it coming from Lisa as well. Because then it's like <laughs> it's not Bart pulling a prank. It's not Marge. Like Lisa is always like factual and information. Yeah, yeah. Dad, your hand is stuck in the toaster, and it's ah, oh, it's such. Fucking good. Like, it just starts with him. You can't see his hand. There's no reason it should be in there. <laughs> yeah. It's just so good. Like, and then just the whole chaos of him getting it out. Like, uh, and they the- know that it's stuck immediately. It's not that it's just your hand is in the toaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all yeah. know it's stuck. <laughs> smashing it on the counter. Again, back on. Just the face, the facial expressions of genuine fear and concern. Uh, <laughs> but then just and he the- sits oh. down, relax, and then just, Dad, it's in there again. And it just is again. It's Oh fucking hell! It's so well done. <laughs> yeah, I fantastic. Uh, what can you say? <laughs> and then, when and then, and then his first assumption is that he can fix it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've lost Webby. <laughs> <laughs> he died doing what he loved, chatting about the Simpsons, watching the Simpsons. Uh, um, oh, I mean, you've got the great gag of him hitting it open with a rock. But yeah, he, he invented a time machine. Good I remember as a kid pausing when they show like the 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 inside of the time traveling toaster and just drawing that <laughs> that's cuz cool. like look it looks so uh intricate and detailed yeah. and had a lot of like gizmos and gadgets and little glass shoes and you I'm wanted like, to create one uh, well of course <laughs> <laughs> go back i mean why not give it a try but yeah. that's all go back <laughs> 2 years so i can re- live the half of my life i've lived again <laughs> yeah it looks so cool and uh, yeah i mean we thought you meant now i'm like what the fuck man yeah i'm four <laughs> i only you should in, not have offered me this i drink. only became enlightened at uh, 4 years ago and found god <laughs> <laughs> many is the savior um, yeah i i, I love uh, I w- I'm in the same boat as you, Murphy. This is probably my favourite segment of this episode. One of the best segments mm-hmm. overall. Do you know, Tim, 
Let's let's oh, do the go. testing oh, Tim game again. Yep. What this is a parody of? Uh, the name? Uh, no. Oh, just um, the, the story. What it's a parody of? Uh, it's not a film. Although I think they did turn it into a film. The I time, mean, the time machine. machine. No, oh. it's a short story called A Sound of Thunder. Oh yes, A Sound of Thunder. They did turn it into a movie. Okay, there you yeah. go. And it's the origin of, uh, or maybe not the origin, but it's what popularized the butterfly effect. Yeah. Right. Um, I think I might even read it because I started reading the summary of it on Wikipedia. I was like, this sounds actually pretty interesting. I might yeah. actually. And then you read a little further down the summary where it said 24 pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh-huh. Pushing it, but Looks okay. like somebody can hit a completion yeah. on one of his goals. <laughs> <laughs> this is a perfect lineup for December books. <laughs> <laughs> read 31 uh, books. Oh, mate. Over um, the course of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, the plot of this one, Homer goes back in time, does a butterfly effect uh, a few times and accidentally alters the future. And, yeah, all, all of the interactions in the past and all the, the future stuff. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, it's great. The bit uh, you said, okay, Ruby, your y- favourite animal. In the world. Oh, yeah, the shrugging giant sloth. Yeah. Oh, the giant sloth. In all of history, the giant sloth so with the fucking hair over the eyes. It looks the so cool. The surfer sloth. That would be a good tattoo. The size of it a It would bear. be a great tattoo. The little stoner sloth from Simpsons. Yeah. Ooh, I'm stealing that. I'm going to right above uh, my Mr. D's logo that I have fucking covered up. Nice. <laughs> okay, I paused here yeah. because I need to oh, ask you this yes. because you turned to wait. Who's the Brazilian that has apparently gone back in time Well, before Homer. This might be a good opportunity to break open the book. So, we've got, oh, by the way, obviously, shout out. If you listened to the last episode, Rob and Lucy Caruana oh, <laughs> gifted me with the Ultimate Simpsons book. I haven't listened to that episode. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, but it's quite heavy to lug around. So, I still brought the old one. Yeah. The first thing I looked at when you say, I'm like, you could defend your house with that. Yeah. Yeah. When Trudy comes in, I'd be grabbing that. Is that the the hardcover? Yeah. I I haven't listened to the last episode. Hardcover one to season one to 20. Okay. 20. Yeah. I think what you should do, or maybe I'll do as a thing, is like get like a greeting card Mm -hmm. that plays music that does just the opening bit, just the The Simpsons. And put that in the front cover. <laughs> so every time you open the front cover, you can have it do the same. That's genius. Name. Or you use that as a bookmark. So when you oh. open to the page you want to do, it'll say it. I'm investigating this. Okay. Because I know you can get custom yeah. recorded All right. cards. Next time you're on the Fuck yeah. I'm a genius. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Ask me about it. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> listeners, remind us that Webby came up with that idea. All right. So yeah. that, Remind yeah. me that I said it as well because like yeah, 24 yeah, exactly. hours, that can be gone. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've, I've got the old one here. Cool. Um, so let's flip it open to season uh, six. Um, what would I, what, oh yeah, I opened this too. Should we guess the character? There's no character. There's no character. Uh, they don't have characters for the trails. Oh, but you can guess right. the picture. I already saw. Uh, yeah, Tim. Lunch Lady Doris. Yeah. Because I, I was going to guess <laughs> Lunch Lady Doris for the character. Oh. But a weird over-the-shoulder shot. Uh, I think the character, I would have guessed Willie, though. Cause well, yeah, I, I would have guessed yeah. Willie would have come up in the first six He seasons. would, but like him laying on the ground with the axe in his back, like that yeah, single shot iconic. may yeah. have been it. It's when does uh, Lunch Lady Doris get introduced in the book? Uh, when she gets a highlight? <laughs> yeah. No, in the novelization of The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, okay. See, oh, that's weird. I flicked it open and it was her. In the one with Bleeding Gums Murphy when he dies. Wow. Yeah, instead uh, of using Bleeding Gums yeah. Murphy? <laughs> well, they couldn't use Mufasa Bleeding Gums Murphy in that one? No, they... Fuck, you, I hate this. For his lunch lady, Doris, from when she's the nurse. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Like, okay. We've yeah. been st- you've been on this pod a few times. You know they are very strange and inconsistent with their yeah, choices. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I have the hardcovers version. They, they try a bit harder. They don't. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you paying for, Murphy? Yeah. I can't believe we are the first non-Brazilian Simpsons podcast to ask the question: Which episode introduced Lunch Lady Doris? Yeah. Which brings us back to yes. So what it does in the stuff you may have missed. Right. It says here, Homer's reference to himself as the first non-Brazilian person to travel backwards through time alludes to hallucinogen-inspired author Carlos Castaneda. Right who's a guy, I did a little bit of looking up on him. He wrote a bunch of books in the 60s or so uh, while he was on like a lot of drugs mm-hmm. and he talked about his teachings with someone, but which a lot of people at the time thought were legit, but turns out he probably made it all up. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that stuff inspired the Chili episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, so, that's what the book says that's alluding to, but someone asked on Twitter... Um, I was going to bring this up as, yeah. as you were mentioning because right, so I think I've seen that. well no I, I know the absolute bare bones about it right where someone asked on Twitter or like a, a Reddit AM yeah. or something like that yeah. they asked I think it was Josh Weinstein may have been Josh Weinstein they asked is this a reference like the book says to this, mm. this person from the 60s the, the first non-Brazilian time travel and I think again I'm only knowing the bare bones of this story Uh he was like, no, it was just like a weird thing that we yeah. just thought off the top of my head. So non sequitur. Just a non sequitur. Totally. And the I was going to say, thank fuck, because I'm like, of all the references I don't get, that one I <laughs> yeah. absolutely do not feel bad about And whether about it's missing. a non sequitur or a reference to this very obscure person, either way, I don't like it. <laughs> well, um, so originally the line was, I'm the first non-fictional person to travel through time. And that's why the little guys pop up. From oh, and Rocky and say, "Yeah, um, you're the second. But I think what often happens on the show is they get sick. If a line's not hilarious, if it's just, oh yeah, after a million rewrites, they get sick of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so they just changed it to the non-Brazilian thing. I think just they were probably, you know, sleep deprived and like, oh, yeah, because that one's just the, the other one <laughs> is the joke. Like that's the joke you'd have, mm. and then whereas this one is different. You so, know what?" I'm a big fan of it now. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. You never. A lot of these jokes, it's hard because you've got a bunch of people in the room and you can't say for sure why a certain person thought of this thing. Like, maybe someone in the room did pitch it based on the Carlos, whatever his name is, guy, but no one else got that and just thought, oh, it's a funny non sequitur. Um, so, it is difficult to know exactly where it stems from, but I would argue the line... They just got sick of the original line. They pitched just something completely random, and that's yeah. So I think they thought. I think it, the team, though, it's, it's a very obscure it's reference. People, kids in the nineties aren't going to get it. Mm-hmm. Unlike Sherman and Mister Peabody <laughs> from the Rocky and Bullwinkle cartoon <laughs> show in the nineties. Yeah, to this day, I don't even know who the fuck those are. <laughs> well, they, they are the first non-Brazilian people to travel back in time. Quiet, you. Um, also, Until you explained it, just like I've already forgotten what you said. I think you said Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. The Rocky and Bullwinkle, fucking hell. Rocky and Bullwinkle show had. I didn't a, want you to explain. That was just me guessing at it again. To they had like three segments like this, and one of them was Peabody, Mr. Sherman, and we traveled back. And they in traveled time. through time. Yeah, yeah. Back to the episode, time and punishment. Um, so I love the bits where Homer is back in time. Obviously, um, in what seems to be at least like ten square feet area that he keeps landing in. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's, that's Springfield. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, Stupid bug, you go squish now. <laughs> Which yeah. you were saying before when you see like a fan, you say the thing about this. I think I've said that a few times when I've killed a bug. Yeah. Uh, without even thinking, oh, it's from that episode. Um, but I also love that it's like he gives the whole explanation about don't do it. <laughs> and then literally says, not even just like, he doesn't just do the dumbest thing immediately. <laughs> he sounds as dumb as humanly possible <laughs> while doing it. Yeah. And as a kid, it almost annoyed me. I'm like, why does he sound so dumb <laughs> when he does that compared to his last sentence? Not realizing that that's how a fucking joke would work. Yeah. <laughs> you go squish now. He's just invented time travel. He's clearly at least got some level of competency. Um, also love, I wish, I wish I hadn't killed that fish. Oh, the execution on that voice line. He sounds sad. Yeah. It, that is like, of all of it, it's like the wacky nature. Everything's hyper, everything. But this is gen- going to cost me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is going to cost me. It's like, he sounds disappointed there, but it's all like in the way. It, it sounds like a sitcom yeah. line there. But for some reason, when he, even though you, it's a, such a written line because it's, I wish, I wish, I, he sounds mm. like fucking Eeyore. And they, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's genuine depression in it. And I'm like, I really appreciate that. The little grunt of the fish thing as well. Like, when he gets squished. <laughs> and just um, the single moment where he looks at it for a second. Yeah. It's, it's, I love that piece of voice mm. acting right there. I and think that's great. The, Let's uh, maybe chat about the futures. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, very ear- like we talked. I talked before about how creepy the segment we had to insect uh, Nightmare Cafeteria is, but fuck that bit where they've got the brains in the jars mm. and Marge goes, "It's bliss." Yeah, That's where, eyes are f- where she's fucking wall-eyed <laughs> yeah. out and her mouth yeah. is just sort of like, uh, like her lips are numb and you're just like, uh, yeah. yeah. I never knew what she was saying as a kid. Right, like, I could never make out that it was "It's bliss." <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, uh, Mo's got a few appearances in this episode. He's the um, guy at the bar, and he's also has that great bit with Homer. Who's that big man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, been watching The West Wing lately. Have either of you watched that? Um, no. no. Oh, okay. Well, there's a character called Leo, who's the um, <laughs> president. Ba- Bar- Bar- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's um, Bartlett's uh, assistant? Yes. Something like that, yeah. And what? my wife pointed out that he's like Mo. Yeah. And w- watching him in this episode, I'm like, oh, far out. Yeah, it's like exact. Anyway, any West Wing fans? Yeah. Uh, Just to like tag on as well. That. Like in the first story when he's there as the bartender, yeah. the most relatable moment that I've ever seen of just dudes I knew growing up was just where he's just like, you don't seem happy. He's like, oh, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm very happy. La, 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 la. I'm <laughs> yeah, just yeah. being so angry when telling someone you're happy. I'm like, that's so fucking relatable to me for some I love reason. as well the bit where he's like, <laughs> me, and the, uh, me and the other ghouls have been talking. Uh, <laughs> that's great. And there's these random ghouls then come yeah. in, like the mummy. I love I that think. he tried talking to him first. Yeah, like, yeah. You've got all the ghouls there. Like, you're going to open. Yeah, you the door open was the door open. Anyway. He didn't yeah. slam. He didn't break the door open. He just no, opened, he just it. opened <laughs> it. It's like, you did, like. And again, it was one that I, I kept drawing. I love drawing The Simpsons as a kid. I would draw. Simpsons, Dracula and Frankenstein. Oh, and nice. <laughs> Freddy and Pinhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks so cool. And they just yeah. walk into that room. So, uh, yeah, the futures. Uh, the the Ned is the supreme leader of the world. Homer, when they're doing the forced smiling in the thing and turns to the guy <laughs> next to him, what the hell are you smiling at? <laughs> I, I'm, fuck, that's good. Just <laughs> yeah. like as if this dude is trying to have a go at you right now. <laughs> it's like, it's uh, a- the wiener's gag. Oh, we got to talk yeah. about that. Big <laughs> reaction in the room. Love it. Because it's just, it's so much funnier that it works. Any other regular Simpsons episode, he eats the wieners, then gets mauled by the dogs. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it's just so much funnier to me that he does it. And then actually, <laughs> is, like, yeah. fucking Popeye just gets this boost of speed yeah. and gets away. It's, it's sometimes with The <laughs> Simpsons, you would, th- you sometimes get like, oh, this joke was done five or more seasons beforehand. Mm-hmm. And they're clearly just rehashing it. And you kind of get that a little bit with that and the Lemon of Troy one. But I think it's flipped so well where he just throws the steak and the dog eats it yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. He goes, he's got the energy now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, so well Homer, like, loving wieners to that effect. Because as soon as I saw that, I'm like, those wieners are the same shape as the ones that he gets fed by the cat burglar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, that's where the joke linked immediately in my mind. Yeah, where I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, he really, yeah. these sausages. <laughs> it's something like, yeah, this is his fucking asterisk and obelisk, like, magic Such juice. Such old cartoony visual the linked sausages yeah okay. linked sausages that are just like ovals <laughs> like they just like the links are just the fact of that the lines joined together in the middle but yeah i love that of what love the a good link sausage though yeah. love a good one ah uh, no you got to separate the links otherwise they don't cook uh, properly as individual sausages <laughs> check out that weird expression check out mr offspring over here keeping things separated <laughs> so the next future they go back was the uh, there was the rich future as murphy said great time one that i as a child was like Got upset because like, oh, that's everything Homer would have wanted. Yeah, and he yeah. never gets it. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I, yeah, hundred percent. Just feel that sad, but also yeah. like that sad, angry. Yeah, just like immediately, I'm like fucking idiot. Yeah. You could have had everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember as a kid, my like friends at school being like, "Man, how good would that be if it rained donuts? I would just go outside and get like a bucket diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go outside and get fucking diabetes. I'll be dead." And everyone would look at me like I'm a madman. Mm. Imagine if somebody ran outside and just kept drinking rainwater directly <laughs> until they drowned. You would not think of them not fondly. I also found it weird this future where it's like giant Lisa and Bart, but everything else is normal sized. Are they just giants terrorizing the world? They said that bug looks like dad. Does that mean there's All a right, big mate, dad? There's, right, yeah. there's no hedges in this scene. Let's calm down. <laughs> I like to expand I also, the world. I also have the same idea of like, Big Homer. Yeah, where's Big Homer? Where's big Homer? Well, it's because they obviously recognize him. Well, yeah, because whenever Homer, the logic in this is Homer comes back and there's no other Homer. So Homer mm-hmm. is still himself, but he doesn't share the traits. So like later when they have lizard tongues, Homer doesn't have a lizard tongue. Yeah. So I think it's implied that. Homer in that reality is large, but there's no other Homer because he's the one time traveler. Right, so big Homer's gone in the time machine hypothetically yes. at this point. Yeah. And he's walked out as tiny Homer. They don't yes. recognize him because, yeah. okay. That's my thinking of it. Good yeah. job. One of my favorite things though with the big future, <laughs> me and my sister used to laugh so much, is Lisa's voice. Yeah, what's up with that? Because <laughs> he goes, hey, it's a bug that looks like dad. Let's kill it. Okay. <laughs> we used to always I, lose our shit I don't know. That. I... <laughs> have heard Lisa speak like that before when they're being cheeky together in the thing where like her and like yeah, Bart are having yeah. little schemes it's her little like let's get dad to do this like when she's yeah, whispering yeah, a scheme yeah, about Homer or true. something yeah. so for some reason I could piece that in but when you yep. just hear it on its own it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and then uh, the one sneeze that wipes out the fucking dinosaurs oh, the, the domino thing of the dinosaurs is such a good bit of animation this episode would have been a nightmare to animate would have been a nightmare oh. Like oh, but the thing I love with it is just the little bit of audio stuff where you can still hear them falling when yeah, he, yeah, yeah. When he delivers the line. Yeah. Yeah. When he does that, this is going to... They, they're still going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a very simple <laughs> keeping of an audio cue going. But fuck, it just adds that it's just still <laughs> toppling these just and pairs Murphy, of species. I love that they're just paired off like they're heading onto the Ark as well. <laughs> like he's just killing off humanity. But yeah, time and punishment. 
all-time treehouse segment. Yeah. So good. They pack in so, so much uh, plot and jokes, and it's so dense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not really spooky, just more like yeah. sci-fi stuff. Yeah. No no uh, horror, no gore, as opposed to the final segment, which we're yes. up to right they, now. They do have stings in it. Dramatic stings. <laughs> oh, yes. Just that's when he left the... Like, a lot of that, and then that's horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Webby's got it frozen on our screens of the class, everyone in the class going crazy, mm-hmm. and I like it, you... It's kind of a nice little Wes Wally thing because I'm picking up that Wendell's just sitting on the floor for looking sick. Nelson is half-heartedly chasing Martin around. Martin yeah, he doesn't look terrified. impressed by it. Martin looks terrified. <laughs> but, like, Nelson's just clocked into his nine to five. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's the crew of girls down the back where you're like... I yeah. think I've seen your yeah. face animated yeah. before, but that hair didn't go with it. Man, as a child, I would know all of their names. <laughs> <laughs> I would know, like... Martin and Lewis are there. Yeah, okay, uh, there's the redhead with the ponytail behind... Okay, let's not Let's do... just keep fucking going with the episode, <laughs> shall yes, we? I would easily do this, but... It struck me re-watching it how quickly Skinner just goes to murdering the kids yeah. and but eating them. Like, he's straight away... It's not like a gradual thing. As soon as this stuff is, goes on Jimbo, he yeah. just straight away starts tasting his fingers. Mmm, maybe you can assist lunch later. It's like, immediately homicidal. <laughs> this but seems... I, I don't know if it's a direct parody or anything. It seems like this concept would make a fantastic, schlocky 80s horror movie. Yeah. Like, well, I well don't, it's got to be. Because, like, they don't just turn into, like, that they're, <laughs> oh, we are eating... It, it's not about that they're eating the kids. It's that they're absolute fucking psychopaths yeah. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Like, all of the children that they are putting into the food are immediately themed and named... <laughs> in the cafeteria so people get the joke. Like, yeah, yeah, This yeah. is what someone well, she's does. a good cook. This is what you are taunting your victims with if you're a serial killer. <laughs> like, it immediately goes into that. What is this kid, speaking of, like, not being able to hear what people say, like, with, it's bless, what does this little kid say um, when Skinner says, you should have thought about that before? He says uh, his oxygen's oxy- running out. Oxygen oh. <laughs> running out, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and I do, I do love just the idea of, like, it's a great visual of them just crammed in there, but... <laughs> My brain does immediately picture like the last kid getting put in. So it's yeah, just like yeah. they must have already been at that capacity <laughs> and they just jam one more in there and just push until they are literally yeah, crammed yeah, yeah, in. Maybe they're dropping them in from the vent. Oh, oh. there you go. Um, that vent yeah, system. I've abused some kids in my time. <laughs> <laughs> that vent system was established in uh, the episode where his dog uh, goes to the school. That's it. We know that there are vents all throughout the city. Also, just notice Wendell is in. I knew you were going to mention it. <laughs> he was just seen. In Bart's classroom. Uh, Although I do like uh, that they've got uh, not Jimbo, but the other two main bully boys. Kearney and Dolph? Yes. They're both seen in there to work out later that uh, why Jimbo is sitting on his own. Good point. Nicely done. All right. They made up for it. All right. All right. Yes. Mole Man here, clearly seen, fourth from the right, sitting as a student <laughs> in the crowd. Yeah, that does look oh, like yeah. Mole Man. I like having the mole episode man. on the background. Yeah, Mole Man in a fucking basketball jersey. Yeah. <laughs> we got Lunch Lady Doris, always lovely to see uh, Doris Grau pop up as well. Yes. Um, speaking of Lisa's very rough voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do love She's it. She's bitch to me, boss man. <laughs> yeah. She does have that perfect thing always of, I'm always concerned the animator is going to decide to make the ash fall into whatever she's like <laughs> making. Yeah. They always perfectly animate it to have yeah, enough yeah, ash yeah. burnt on the cigarette she always has that you look like any second it's just going to drop into the pot and they decide never to do it because that would be extra effort. Something very funny as well when Jimbo trips her. I just think it is just funny. Her going, and just falling. <laughs> Similar to in 20 short, fil- 
short films when Nelson, I think, trips Mrs. Glick. And she goes, ah, and goes into a bin. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, and lands in a bin, like, in a way that she would have had to pop up. <laughs> yeah, like, she just tanks it left. Somehow the jar goes right. He turns into fucking Sideshow Bob for a single frame. <laughs> Wendell again. Oh, Yes, Fucking so bam, bam, bam. Wendell is now in the background of the cafeteria. What is no going on? No wonder they on? can eat these kids. They are spreading like rats. <laughs> and There's Wait three Wendells. Webby, who's that peering over your backyard <laughs> fence? Is that a sickly little boy? <laughs> <laughs> He's everywhere is what I'm saying there, folks. He's everywhere. Um, yeah, but it doesn't mean you need to pick on my albino neighbors. <laughs> Jesus, a great man. visual gag in this is when uh, Mrs. Grabuppel is reading The Joys of Cooking Millhouse. Yeah. Uh, I think that ended up becoming the name of a, a blog online, which is where oh. someone posts... Uh, How to cook children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the dark web. It's uh, no ideas for like Simpsons. Dark web yeah. also. Yeah. <laughs> also good yeah, Jeremy now. Dark web. I'm having that. There yeah. we go. The spookiest place in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but yeah, just a great... Ridiculous gag. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love it. I like slowly making it uh, bigger as well as uh, as you're eating more kids and the kids are disappearing. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice little touch. <laughs> also, they're getting a lot of meat from the one like when they're, it's Uderfest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a, you've eaten sausages like before. I How know. much of it is the actual sauce meat compared to what's yeah, it? Much like yeah. grade F meat, a lot of filler. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jimbo was first. The the at the sounds of him like licking oh. off Jimbo very. It kind of makes it sound like delicious. Like yeah, the yeah, sounds yeah, of yeah. the sloppy Jimbos. <laughs> very good uh, yeah, 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 bowly yeah. work on uh, people eating burgers. That's a great point. Yeah. I did always kind of get a bit hungry watching this segment. Yeah, it looks yeah. good. <laughs> and like the the thing that always got me is that like it looked full saucy and also but no drippage. Yeah, yeah. like they'd bite clean into it and it would yeah. just tear cleanly away. <laughs> I think like, I want some burgers for dinner tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wonder if they had sloppy Jimbo's on the Joy of Cooking Millhouse blog. Oh, they surely. have to. You, well, she. I think the you have to have the base menus from this episode. We did for talk. Sure, we right? did talk over you a little bit, Murphy. Were, were they publishing uh, recipes from Simpsons episodes? Yes, yeah, so like recreate like a big recreating Simpsons meals. Yeah, so right. and she, I'm pretty sure it's the same person that then released the Simpsons book called the Unofficial Simpsons Cookbook, which I have. Oh, great! So I'll, I'll chuck um, stuff from that online. But um, yeah, real, like you know the nacho hat that Homer wears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sick! A lot of the recipes Marge makes, like little meatloaf men, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Dog food balls. Yeah, Homer's mashed potato of the um, of the, the circus. Tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's got to be sloppy Jimbo, surely. Yeah, surely. Yeah. I'll, I'll and some Uta Broden. That shot of Uta looking up while eating his burger is such a classic Uta shot. It's so yeah. funny. Like, I feel like it, when you think of Uta, you, oh, well, you probably think of either him being chased by Homer. Yeah, 100%. I, I picture that. him in full profile, <laughs> at full sprint, just an orb being He's chased by a full-grown man with a towel. Yeah, that's how I think about this fucking eight-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've talked about this on the pod before, but this season is the salad days of Uta, because you had this Halloween episode, you had him being chased by Homer in the locker room, you mm-hmm. had him with his diorama, mm-hmm. you had him being clubbed to death while on the excursion. <laughs> this season is like they just went to town on Uta. It's amazing. Missing his yeah. parents, like, well, after this season, he's barely mentioned again. I just went. I'm right, sure he man. goes missing, doesn't he? Like, I yeah, just think remember the scene yeah, with yeah. Skinner with the parents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Stop changing the subject. Yeah, Where is Uta. Yeah, we just want closure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when they're baying back towards that. Um, blender mm-hmm. that is freaking terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I was also scared. Of, <laughs> I also sorry. I mean, it's very it's scary as a kid because 
they're showing a lot more blood splattered on the characters and they've got weapons. Yeah. I was also confused by the signs and the lever. Yeah, well, that's what I was about to say. Mm. When it says G O O I F Y. Yeah. I always read that as Goofy. I also, yeah, <laughs> Goofy. It's Gooify. Gooify, yes. So I just looked it up before. And yeah, it's Gooify. Like oh, if you let to me. make a goo. Yeah, yeah Gooify. Yeah, and exactly. I only just picked that up now. To turn into a goo or paste. Yeah, Gooify. Yeah. Because I yeah, also thought it was. This actually helped because I would have read goo and then just went, yeah, make goo. Yeah, Gooify. And that's a, I just don't read the rest of the word <laughs> to confuse myself. Yeah, I always thought. Goofy? Yeah, because, <laughs> well, one, TV quality back in the day. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. easy to combine the iron and the like But also back in the day, I remember playing like snowboarders or like some PlayStation uh, skateboarding game and you had the option to be like standard or goofy, which right. is standing the other way. <laughs> and I always associate, for some reason, maybe I just saw them both at a I'll see you wondering if you turn it there, to, uh, the, the blender will disconnect and be left-footed. Yeah, yeah. Chad Musker style. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I associate in my head until now. It's like, oh, Gooify. God, it was a there fucking Yeah, you, you can just keep rewatching these apps forever, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, you guys um, just thought it was like Goofy's wife, like Mickey and Minnie. And <laughs> Goofy and Gooify. Um, but then you've got the end of this episode. Where hey, could I just say, up. when Lunch Lady Doris is rocking around in like the German outfit, oh, she's don't. actually pretty ripped. I was going to say, yes. Say. <laughs> yeah. Like she's like quite like, even with the shoulder pads and stuff, you're like, yeah, she's actually got sturdy frame. You expect yeah. with the big dress, they like, they're, they're doing the fat lunch lady yeah, kind yeah. of joke, but it's like, nah, she's just like more of a union worker in a dress. She kind of went the other way. Krabappel went obese <laughs> and, yeah. and, and Doris yeah. like looking good. Well, she's getting the lean, <laughs> she's getting the lean meat in her. She's carrying big pots around. She's having to kill all these kids. She's squatting. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Oh, oh, but oh yeah. great voice work on Harry Shearer when he does that amazing uh, speech about, you could say, we just killed Uda. Oh, we just ate Uda. You know what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The him, him chuckling during yeah. that is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> And it's that whole thing of like, that's where I go. It's not about them eating people. It's about them all just immediately becoming absolute fucking <laughs> psychos. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, not only is he rubbing it in their faces with this theme and outfit, he's loving doing it. Yeah. So Milhouse, that show of Milhouse going into the blender is so freaking frightening. Um, it's and- probably Mandela effect. I always thought that the screen cuts like a f- single frame of pure red. Oh, right. As soon as okay. he hits the blender, and then it goes back to the Simpsons children. But maybe I'll, I'll, maybe they've cut it, or I was wrong. No, oh, that's the, 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 the blood the sleuth. The like zombie faces, like their eyes yeah. go off center. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, that we, is terrifying. But then, just not so much scary. But when they are going inside out on the outro here, it's so gruesome. One thing that always uh, confused me as a kid mm-hmm. is Willie's appearance in this mm. because they're all inside out. Mm-hmm. If if you miss the slight Scottish accent when he says two, you, yeah, don't, you, know, it's, you don't have no idea that it's Willie. I yeah. tell you what, yeah. as a kid, thought it was Grandpa. I also thought it was they, Grandpa. Because of the mouth. Yeah. yeah. The mouth well, looks like Grandpa's mouth. Because yeah, Grandpa I, I and Willie both have like that wrinkly lip. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, my, I was kind of annoyed there because, like, yeah, the front little pointy mouth bit, that could easily be either of them. Fuck, maybe it is Grandpa. No. No, it's definitely it's Willie. Willie. But yeah. my annoyance was that, yeah. He comes in with the do, yeah. but then they don't add any voice to the rest of the song. But he's clearly singing along. Well, if they did, maybe it would be more clear it was Willie. Exactly. Yeah. And like, because, yeah, there'd surely be moments where a Scottish accent would be heard. Yeah. But they just go with the rest of the family. Your family, yeah. Doug, is eating butts intestine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ooh. Hey, I'm, I my surname's McLaughlin. I'm allowed to do it. 
you uh, say yeah. so. And yeah, for those who haven't seen this episode, yeah, you have not made it to the end of, the, of this <laughs> yeah. episode of Murph's Town. Bold choice to listen to yeah. this. But it's just like a parody of a chorus line, uh, the one song. I tell you what, a lot of a uh, lot of vain action in Marge's hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not to be a guy pointing it out, but uh, <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah. And also, yes. Marge is the only person whose shoes remained on. I like oh yeah, that. good point. I like that point. Good call. Yeah, that's so funny. I guess, yeah. Yeah, but also Maggie and like Lisa's hair is also <laughs> still in shape. Yeah, I a guess lot of blood just being sprayed around the set, which <laughs> I, I, I really like. And yeah, we were mentioning this during the episode. Great to have all this violence kind of being covered up by the credits. Yeah, and the little song number, but yeah. especially the bit where the dog is literally just... <laughs> also, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I just saw uh, Harry Shearer's name, which was Harry in brackets OJ <laughs> Shearer. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Shearer usually didn't go along with the funny names. Really? He usually sat, was like, "Not <laughs> but he too silly." He but figured yeah. <laughs> for this trial, I'm putting it in. Yeah. Um, um, but, but yeah, like especially there where Willie's at the front, yeah, singing, yeah, and there's no touch of his voice in there. It's interesting they didn't go with Sandy's little helper attacking Willie, given that Willie's been the one. I yeah, that, that you know, did annoy me as a, as, a, as a child. Or that made sense to me enough. <laughs> but they could have just put the axe in his back. Yeah. Just leave the axe in his back during the dance number and it <laughs> yeah, makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there you go. But there you go. That is Simpsons Season 6, Episode 6, Treehouse of Horror. I'll have a five. quick squiz to see if there's anything from the stuff you may have missed that we might have missed. Mm. Um, I think we've covered a lot of stuff Stuff here. we may have missed. Um, uh, the word Oktoberfest has... Umlauts over the K, the second O, the last T, and both E's. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, thanks, book. Um, well, what do Why we? Why is that funny? What have I missed? <laughs> I don't it... know. I just know how you spell them. They just went crazy with the umlauts. Oh, okay. Is that yeah? Um, so, man, I got umlauts in my middle name, and I don't know how to fucking use the things. It's what's your middle name? Erden. Oktoberfest. Oh? <laughs> Erden. It's spelled Erden, Oktoberfest. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's umlauts over the K, the O, the T's. <laughs> Um, Final thoughts It was One of my favourite episodes To watch as a kid Just flat out Not even just Treehouse of yeah. Horror mm-hmm. I love the Treehouse of Horror episodes Because it was a bit of variety um, And I loved You know Horror as a kid Still do uh, So yeah This is one of my favourites Are we giving final yeah, scores right it. now? Folks 10 on 10 no. oh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the perfect Even without the wraparounds Which I always like That you get You get just enough with um, I watched the, the 30, uh, 30s version of Frankenstein The other day And I think this mm-hmm. is uh, Probably inspi- inspired by this Where they have a guy Come out at the start Before the credits And say This movie is so scary You might want to leave now But if you stay We warned you <laughs> And then it's Frankenstein Which is not scary <laughs> Well I didn't realise that Marge's sad. <laughs> well, Marge's warnings were actually because the network did say we need to give a warning. Mm. They obviously made it comedic yeah. mm-hmm. and then started making a bit of a trope, but they genuinely did originate from that. And did you see? Uh, I'm not sure if you have it in the book, but the the film they throw to 2000 yes. Miles to Oregon, fake movie. Not really? a real, not a real movie. Oh, there you go. Yeah. did not know that, Tim. I do love when they have live action in an animation. It, uh, it, it always is, always cool. is cool. I think it's just a bit of stock footage, or maybe stock footage yeah, right. Movie or so I don't ah, remember. But I, no, they actually made wagons. Yeah, all this that season of the Simpsons production, most of it, all their budget went to that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, what do you reckon, Webby? Um, you did say you're not a huge Treehouse of Horror fan compared to the regular true. episodes, but but I'd still go up at like eight and a half. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it's definitely got those moments that just sort of stuck in my head. Yeah, 
like consciously or unconsciously. Not it may have been because it was on the premium tapes, or may have got a bit more run than the others. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it only had three episodes. I could fit like fifteen onto another regular tape, mate. If I was trying, especially if you do that little setting on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could save space. You got you know what you have to. I think but I'm yeah, gonna eight point five. Eight point eight point five. Nice. I'm gonna go nine point seven five. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah! Um, it's just so well directed, so funny. Yeah, what a, what an episode! Um, but so we loved it. Let's see what the people of alt.tv.simpsons thought back in 1994, whenever this was. Let's have a look at the date. What do you reckon? When do you reckon this came out? I, oh, I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to say October twentieth, nineteen ninety-five. Oh. 94. And it was, oh, I was going to do uh, that as a price is right. It was very close. Oh, season six. Right, fuck. Uh, 30th of October. Day oh, before Halloween. Okay, all right. Um, so, let's see what the people on... Uh, Alt.tv. 1994. Yeah. Now, we have a running gag where mm-hmm. it's like the people online hated the great episodes, right? Yeah. To be time. fair... A lot of them did like this one. They're on their 56K modems, <laughs> listening to some wallflowers as they log on to alt.simpsons.tv. So and they yell at their mum for trying to answer the phone when I'm clearly trying to use the internet. <laughs> Joe Bedsneck says, Personally, I wasn't overly impressed. Carl Mueller says, What disturbed me? Wait, hang on. That's it? <laughs> not overly impressed with anything. He's just not overly impressed. Carl- Fuck, man. I was walking out of uh, Mona, like down in Tassie, like coming out of that place, walking Lucky out to get some smokes. And there was just some guy walking in the other direction when I was coming back, just like all black trench coat, little fucking like artsy looking hat. Would have been like 22. As we're coming past me, all I hear him say is go, uh, uninspired. And I'm like, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> This is what I came to see. Fuckwits in an art gallery. Yeah. Fuck this guy. <laughs> maybe Give some specifics. Maybe he was a uh, an exhibition. He's on another podcast right now just like going, yeah, some guy just ran out of the museum begging people for smokes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't beg, mate. I walked a good K and a half down the roads. <laughs> Carl Mueller says, what disturbed me is how the Simpsons writers can keep putting out crap like this. Uh, Matthew Kurth Mm. The shinning did not stand up on its own. Time and punishment was mediocre. Nightmare cafeteria was an undeveloped fit of pure tastelessness. Uh, Joe Clark. Hey, Dad. (laughs) I have to say, this weekend's Halloween show was not funny, but disturbing. Creepy, even. I suppose that's the point. It's a Halloween show and all, but <laughs> the sloppy Jimbo scene. He's figured it out halfway through his own review. <laughs> yeah. I'm still posting it, don't like, People got to know that you can change. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me a break. I've got a newborn Timmy here. He's, he's giving me grief. But uh, anyway, but the sloppy Jimbo scenes were ultra realistic. <laughs> if that can be said about a cartoon. What, right. the shot of the kitchen door where you hear him dying via audio only? <laughs> you don't even um, hear him dying, real. you just hear him being in a pot now. And finally, Mark Singer. With the exception of one sketch and one brief opening segment, this wasn't all that great. Since I'm a Shining fan, mm-hmm. I'll give it a charitable point five zero zero. Wow. But The Simpsons should be better than Half Funny. It was Mark Singer, you fucking idiot. Mark Singer's probably upset uh, that they're parroting other on. movies besides uh, the 1982 action movie Beastmaster, which starred Mark Singer. 
pocket now. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're going to throw your shoulder out reaching like that, man. Fuck it out. You bring damn. the movie man onto a pod. That's I don't even true. know if You never know what he's going to fucking bring with him. Timmy, what do you got to plug? What have I got to plug? Well, follow me on all the uh, social medias, uh, Instagram, X. Are you doing a <laughs> Halloween version of your quiz? I will be doing it. When, when does this episode come This out? is actually going to be fresh. I think this is coming out in uh, October the 17th or something. Well, hey, I, I mentioned on this podcast, if you're in the Brunswick area or north side in Melbourne, I do a, a lovely quiz, a pub quiz on Wednesday night, 7.30 at the Victoria Hotel in Brunswick. Come along. I'll be doing a, uh, follow us on social media. I'll be doing a Halloween themed quiz in a couple of weeks. I actually don't know which date I'm going to do it. It's either going to be like one week out from Halloween or November 1st. I reckon go early. Yeah, I've got to go. I, I, I don't want to do it in, a, yeah, I'll do it yeah. the week before. Life, not later. You yeah. want to It'll do be it. like yeah, 22nd yeah. or something. Like All the stuff still on yeah. sale at the shop. Yeah, not yeah, on yeah. sale at the show. No. <laughs> and, and hey, you know, it's out in October, but I'll probably be doing a comedy festival show next year in the Melbourne Ooh. International Comedy Festival. Uh, don't know the details now because there's so many months out, but you know. Oh, 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 oh. I, yeah, it's October to March, so I, I, I imagine I'm, it's what? That's fucking five months, so I'm only going to be on this podcast 10 to 12 <laughs> times. So I'm very rarely going to get a chance to plug it. So if you're around March, April, Melbourne, come along. Webby. I got nothing for festival. There's like heaps of time until then, but I know damn well I'm not doing anything. Maybe next Fringe, though. But in the meantime, you can check out uh, my podcast, Broken Home, discuss uh, you know, the fun things you can get up to without any cash, basically. Fantastic. And you can check me out at the Geelong Comedy Festival. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're doing a show? I am. It's coming up real soon. So if you know anyone in Geelong or even just feel like taking a trip to Geelong, check it out. Um, and my stuff is at murphymclaughlin.com. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It'll be really appreciated. Yeah, I hope that's good. Uh, but yeah, thanks very much, Tim. Thanks Thank very much. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if we were responding now or at the end. Yeah. Uh, I actually realized that I want to bail on Jeremy Dark Webby because being uh, Dark Webby kind of sounds like a. No, yeah. I'm out on that. That's the character okay. that got booted off Red Faces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not allowed back on TV with that character. So. Uh, thanks, Webby. Tarantula. Oh, can I take us out of this episode, by <laughs> the way? Safest. What? May I take us out on this episode? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Murph's Tavern. And as we say at the end of every episode of Murph's Tavern. Ooh. Oh. Oh, nice. Boom. Boom.